Hi, and welcome to the Raven New Testament Church podcast. You are about to hear a powerful message. We hope that you are blessed and encouraged by this message today. Kind of what they do is mess up a little bit. Uh, said it was supposed to be clearing and um, a lot earlier, but it's been just been a nasty day today for sure. But uh, you know what? It's still a, guy, a day that, that, that our Lord and Savior has made, and uh, you know we should rejoice in it is what the Word says, rejoice in each and every day that He's given to us. Uh, still a lot of sickness, a lot of sickness going around, sickness in, uh, in my family, my, my brother, has uh has uh come down sick and uh need your prayer for him and uh for for my uncle he's still having trouble with his eyes and my mother and you know there's a there's just a, a multitude my granddaughter Anna Lois she's got ear infection and uh just pray for pray for those situations so like I said if uh I know I said a lot but if uh if you don't have anybody to pray for you just remember my family and pray for my family. I do want to come to you tonight for your prayer requests, any spoken requests that you might have tonight, and we'll get them before the Lord tonight. Sister Renee. Several unspoken, okay? Amen. Amen. God can work in those job situations. Um, I got a story about that that I'm gonna tell one of these days, and it and it's gonna really shock you, and you're gonna it'll make you it'll make you think about what God's power is. I'll tell it. I'll tell it. I might tell it tonight. I uh, would. I may tell it later on. But we'll we'll pray for that situation as well about your job and um, and also the unspoken request. Any other tonight spoken request tonight? Yeah, pray for Brooke. Yeah, Robert Gladys. Yes. Pray for God's help, God's protection. Uh, there's all kind of meanness going around. You see it on the TV every night. Um, just people do anything. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll really do anything. And this time of the year, people are desperate. And, uh, you know, it's a sad thing that, you know, due to the, uh, the 2020 season that we've had, people are a lot more desperate than than what they have been in past years, and you would you would think that that couldn't be that way, but it really is. It really is a bad situation. Continue to pray for Joshua. Uh, he has been very sick. He needs your prayers. He is very sick. Sister Betty. Sister Minnie, yes. Sister Minnie, yes. Pray for her. Yeah, definitely keep her in your prayers. Um. Pray for uh, Bubba's brother, Melvin, his wife. Pray for uh, Ronnie Jackson. Uh, his mother passed away um, yesterday or day, day before day before yesterday. His mother passed away, Mabel Jackson, um, a devoted, devoted uh, woman of God. She's been serving the Lord for ever since I've known her, and I've known her my whole life. So um, great woman of God. God got him a... Uh, Another great angel up there for sure that's, a, that's helping us. Pray for that family. Any other spoken requests tonight that we'd like to be made known? No, no others. 
Okay, well, unspoken request by the raising of your hands. And um, let's all, if we could, let's stand, those of you that can, and let's get a hold of the Lord and invite him into this service tonight. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight, Lord, asking for, for you to come in with us, Lord. Lord, we ask that you'll go to each and every situation, Lord God. Lord, we thank you for the weather, Lord. We thank you for, for, for another day, Lord. Lord, we're going to rejoice in, in this day that you provided for us, Lord. Lord, we love you, God, and we thank you, Lord God. We take them as we get them, Lord God. Lord, because we know that, you, that you're our very present help, Lord, in our time of need, Lord. Lord, now that we ask all these uh, prayers, Lord, uh, for all this sickness, Lord, for all these infirmities, Lord, for all these situations, Lord God, Lord, we ask you to intervene. Lord, we ask you to go to each and every one of these situations, Lord, and work each and every one out tonight, Lord God, in thine own perfect way, Lord. Lord, we ask your will to be done. Lord, we love you tonight, and we thank you, Lord God. Thank you for all you've done, Lord. Well, amen. Uh, Sister Betty, uh, maybe Renee going to help her uh, with congregational song with us, sir. Or Tammy, yeah, yeah, we'll team up. Tammy done slid in here on us, too. Glad to see. Glad to see some more coming in. What page y'all got, sister? Page 345. 345. Get that red bag hymnals out, and y'all, tell you what, we can still praise the Lord in cold weather. We can praise the Lord in 2020. Let's, let's praise Him every opportunity we got to get this 2020 on out of the way, because He's, he's definitely blessed us through it for sure.
You know, I think we know the answer to that. If we ask ourselves, where could I go but to the Lord? You know, like I said on many occasions, there are many other places and there are many other remedies and carnal remedies that people try, alcohol, drugs, or whatever, whenever they face troubles and whenever they face hardships. But, you know, all that does is just get you a little bit deeper in, get you in a, in a worse situation, and you wake up with a headache the next day, as a matter of fact, from a lot of that stuff. Believe me, I know. Believe me, I was there. I was a victim of it. The devil, had, he'll have you tricked. He'll lead you, he'll lead you into a lie. And it'll cost you more than you're willing to pay, and he'll, 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 you know, he'll take you very life if you let him just keep on with it. So, no doubt, where could you go but to the Lord? That answer is nowhere. You go, you go. I'll tell you one place you go for sure, and that is to the lake of fire. Without, without the love of the Lord applied upon your life, uh, continue to pray for one for another. We, you know, a lot of sickness ongoing, a lot of, a lot of things happening. And, uh, you know, we, we, now's the time when we need to stand together as a church. You know, it's not, not a time to give up. Uh, you know, if, if we just lay down and, and don't stand up for God during this time, he's going to say, well, you know what? Um, it's questionable how much they really did love me, you know, if they can't hold on to me during this, the, these times right, like this. You know, the children of Israel, uh, they, were led, they were led out into the wilderness. You know, there was a lot of griping, a lot of complaining. Although God fed them every day, God took care of them every day, and He accompanied them. He sent the Holy Spirit along with them every day. He said a, a, a pillar of cloud followed them by, na- by day and a pillar of, of, of fire followed them by night. So He was with them every step of the way. Just like He is with you and I, you may not, you may not uh, think He's there, but He's there. He's there. All you got to do is just whisper to Him, Lord, I need your help, Lord. Lord, I need your help in this situation, and he, he will intervene in your situation. I know that for a fact because he's done, he's done me like that on a many occasions. Sister Morgan, you got one you want to sing tonight? Yeah. Heavy and the hill would not be hard to 
Remember when you're standing in the valley of decision and the adversary says giving just hold on our Lord will show up and he will take you through the fire again I know within myself that I would surely perish but if I trust the mighty hand of God he'll shield the flames again again he never promised that the cross would not get heavy and that you would not get hard to climb he never offered one victory without fighting, but he said help would always come in time. Just remember when you stand in the valley of decision and the adversary says giving just That the cross would not get heavy And the hill would not get hard to climb He never offered one victory without fighting But he said hill would always come in time Just remember when you stand in the valley of decision and the adversary says giving just hold on our Lord will show up and he will take you through the fire again just hold on our Lord will show up and he Amen. He'll take you through the fire again. You know, I remember a story about three old boys. Their names were Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know, they said that the furnace was, uh, was already hot. You know, they used that to uh, punish people. They used it to kill people uh, and offer sacrifices. But, you know, they was going to heat it seven times hotter for these old boys. Cast them in there, and they said the ones that actually cast them into the furnace that day that they perished. It was so hot that they lost their lives. But you know, whenever they got to looking inside in that fire, they said there's, they're in there walking around, and there's one, one that, that's walking with them that appears to be the Son of God. And that's what it was. He, Jesus was in that fire with them. He was in that fiery furnace with them. So he'll walk, he'll walk with you wherever you are. 
You know, one of the uh, one of the statements in the Bible says, "If I make my bed, and I think it was Job, that if I make my bed in hell, he'll be there with me. He'll be there with me. So, no matter what you're going through, no matter where you are in your life and in your walk with 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 the Lord or whatever your trouble is, he'll be there with you." Whether you're walking through the very pits of hell, whether you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death, he's held my hand through that valley before, and he's led me out onto the hill on the other side. And thank, thank the Lord God above that he, he's touched my life, and he's touched, I know he's touched your life as well. So we could go around the room tonight, and we could share our testimonies, and I guarantee you that each and every one of you has been fire tested. Each and every one of you has been tried in the fire. Continue to worship with us tonight. Brother Rick, you want to sing one tonight? G chord. G chord. Worship with Brother Rick. Sometimes I think I'm in control when I act so foolishly. Facing problems on my own. Not knowing what's best for me. My mistakes at times disturb All the plans that you have made Lord, keep me in your will So I won't be in your way Just put me where you want me Not where I choose to be If I should ask for things I want Just give me what I need If I complain too time, too time, forgive me, Lord, I pray. Lord, keep me in your will so I won't be in your way. I know I'm just a glove in which you place your hand not my will but yours be done though I may not understand the plans that I have made Somehow always goes astray Lord keep me in your will So I won't be in your way Just put me where you want me not where I choose to be if I should ask 
for things I want Just give me what I need If I complain from time to time Forgive me, Lord, I pray Lord, keep me in your will So I won't be in your way Lord, keep me in your will So I won't be in your way Amen. You know, that's what we, you know, that's, that's what we should all pray is just, is just to keep us in God's will. You know, whatever his will is for your life, I mean, his, his will for your life might be slightly different than what it is for mine. You know, he He may be expecting uh, things from me that he, that he, and different things from you. You know, he, 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 uh, he uses us all for the talents that we have. And, uh, you know, it's, it's our responsibility to act upon those talents. It's our responsibility to, to uh, hear the call of God. Whenever he's tugging on your life and whenever he wants to use you and use you to, uh, for the further of his kingdom, you know, we have to submit ourselves unto the Lord. We have to submit ourselves unto his work. And, you know, if we don't do that, then we're not in the will of God. We're out of the will of God, and that's a dangerous place to be. That is a very, very dangerous place to be. And, and like the brother sang, You'll actually be in his way. You'll become a stepping stone is what you'll do. People will be tripping tripping over you on the way to Jesus is what they'll be doing. So let's don't be a stepping stone. Let's, let's let God do, do his work in our lives uh, and uh, just keep, keep about his, his business. Be found whenever he comes back, and he's coming soon. Be found whenever he comes back about the Father's business. You know, uh, I think they went to looking for Jesus one day. He was, uh, he was a little bit... Uh, he was an adolescent. He wasn't. I, I'm not going to say he was a toddler, but he was a kind of a, a teenager, and they they couldn't find where he was. But you know, he was in the temple. He was in there preaching, and he had a group of people sitting there listening to him. And he was. Whenever they asked where he was at and what he was doing, he said, "I was about the Father's business." You know, that's what that's the way we ought to be. That's the way we ought to be. Whenever he comes back, whenever he comes back, if he was to walk through those doors right now, we need to have our mind on him. You know, and he, he he's gonna he's gonna look for those ones that are sold out and have the mark applied to their lives. You truly have the mark uh, applied to your life if you've been washed in the blood of the, uh, of the Lamb. You know, just like over on, on Passover, whenever they put the blood over the doorpost or whatever, he's put his blood upon your life. He's he's washed your sins away with his precious red blood. Is what he's done. So you're marked. You're a marked person. And luckily, we're marked for the Most High God. Is who we are. We're children of His. We're gonna go ahead and change the order of service. We're gonna turn Brother Bubba loose tonight. I know uh, he and Brother Tony both has have been delivering some powerful messages. Some powerful end time messages is what I call them. And th- these messages are what's gonna take us on to heaven. Is what they are. Worship with Brother Bubba as it comes forth. Good to be in the house of God tonight. Praise God. I know it's cold on the outside, but it's good to feel the warmth of the Holy Ghost on the inside. Praise God. Amen. And another announcement. Don't forget our prayer meeting tomorrow night.
I think we'll be opening the church. I believe Brother Tony's uh, uh, set around from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock, I believe it is. And uh, But don't forget that. We're going to start tomorrow. You ain't got to come at 6 o'clock. Come anytime between that time and uh, pray. And if you want to pray and go home. But we're going to uh, start prayer meeting on Thursday night here. And we're going to pray and seek the face of God. How many want to, want to see a mighty move of God? I didn't say a move of God. I said a mighty move of God. Amen. I want to see a mighty move of God here at the house of God. And it all centers around praying, seeking God. Amen. Uh, uh, church, and uh, I want you to pray and continue to pray for little Brooke. Hey, man, we didn't get the news we expected to get, but i tell you what. Uh, amen. I told Brother Rick a while ago, I said, but we are. But we are. Amen. That's the way we got to speak, right? Amen. But we are. Amen. We're going to get it. And I believe that, uh, amen, God's doing a work in uh, Little Brooks life. Amen. amen. Praise the Lamb of God. Because I know she's a, a born-again child of God. She uh, 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 prays and she got a lot of faith in her. Amen. And let, let Brother Rick and I talk. You can't hurry God. It's God's time. It ain't ours. Amen. We start trying to tell God what to do and when to do it. We're going to get ourselves in some deep trouble with God. Amen. But I tell you, I just appreciate God tonight. Appreciate what he's doing for our church and uh, coming up on the Christmas holidays. But I want you to be praying for the church, be praying for one another. Amen. And I believe that God is going to hear our cry when we do that. Praise God. He's, he's obligated to hear us. You know, God's obligated to hear his children. Amen. And I tell you what, we live in the place that we, we uh, should be living with God. Amen. You got to worry about it. God will hear your cry. Amen. And if you ain't living in the place where you need to be with God, get down there first of all, start repenting. Amen. Get everything cleared up and get everything back like it was. And then God will hear you cry, won't he? Amen. Praise God. Amen. We got, we're going to talk a few minutes here. Not going to hold you too long. Uh, uh, talk a few minutes here on the title of a uh, called the room. Amen. Praise God. We're gonna talk on that subject. You're looking at me like you. Amen. Uh, does he know what he's talking about? I think I do. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praying and seeking God today. Amen. So we're gonna talk on that subject in a, uh, here. If you would turn your Bibles to Second Kings chapter number four. Amen. Second Kings chapter number four. We're going to talk about a man of God here. Hallelujah. I tell you what, this was a, a great man of God. He had a great man of God that he was following. Amen. But he wanted more than what that man of God had that he was following. Amen. How I many you know we can have all of God we so desire to have, can't we? We don't have to settle with just a little bit of God. Amen. Here's one didn't settle with a little bit of the power of God. He said, I want more than what you got, buddy. Amen. And he would not give up until he got it. Amen. The man that he was following, amen, was Elijah. Elijah had done about eight major miracles. Amen. And then old Elisha said, I want a double portion of what you got. Amen. Amen. So by having a double portion of what Elijah had, he did about 16 major miracles. He did double the miracles that Elijah had done. Amen. But you kind of keep it in mind. Uh, here was a man by the name. I'm almost had a little foundation before we read. Here was a man here 
uh, praise God. Like I said, he wanted a double portion of the Spirit of God upon him. How did he get it? He was persistent. Amen. Hallelujah. I tell you, what's wrong with us today? We pray one or two times and expect God to move on our behalf and expect God to come on the scene, expect God to take care of it and all that. But how many know we got to be persistent, ain't we? Amen. I'll tell you what that means in just a minute. Amen. There was a church, the early church did what? There was one of their apostles down there in prison. In prison. Amen. They throwed him in prison for the gospel's sake. A group of women got together, got in a room, amen, began to pray, began to seek God. Next thing you know, the angel went down there, delivered him. Next thing you know, he was knocking at their door and saying, let me in. I ain't in prison. I'm out of prison. Amen. God sent an angel down. How did he send that angel down? He sent that angel down through the people praying, through the women praying and seeking God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Being persistent. He was a man. He was a prophet of God. Was, was persistent. Uh, amen. That means someone who continues, continues doing something or tries to do something uh, in a determined but often unreasonable way. And I can sum that up with just a few words. Hey, man, don't give up. Don't give up. Hey, man. Praise God. If you've been praying for something, hey, man, you've been praying for need in your life. Hey, man, you've been praying for your family. You've been praying for your husband. You've been praying for your wife. You've been praying for this world. Don't stop. Don't give up. Uh, I encourage you tonight. Don't give up. Read the examples in the Bible. What happened when the people did not give up? Amen. What happened? God intervened. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And we look at this old prophet here. Amen. And they tried to stop him. The sons of the prophets trying to stop him. But number one, you know what he told them? Hey, <laughs> man, you ain't got to tell. Well, in other words, he told them, this is Bubba's commentary. He told them, he said, you ain't got to tell me. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me Elijah, Elijah's going to leave me. I already know it. So how about you hold your peace? <laughs> He's got something I want, and I'm going after it. Hallelujah. I mean, you know, tonight, that's how God, that's, that, that should be the attitude of the church. Amen. God has got things that we need and we so desire as children of God. Amen. And we need to strive, church, be persistent to get what God has in store for us on this side of heaven. Amen. Praise God. Preached that funeral there Sunday, and I was telling the, uh, 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 I preached on four things. What she, Sister Juanita, four things. Amen. She could look, she's going to look forward to. And that's a new life. Amen, a new body, a mansion, amen, and a new heaven and a new earth, right. a new city to live in, amen, set down on earth and a new heaven up above her, praise God, amen. But she was, uh, 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 all those that has, has, has received those, church, they were persistent, uh, amen. Ain't no telling how many times they told the devil, you just hold your peace, <laughs> you just hold your peace. It ain't going to be long. Amen. God's going to intervene on my behalf. God's going to intervene on your behalf. Just hold on, church. Praise God. We got a lot to look forward to, church. Uh, we got more to gain than we have to lose. Amen. 
Amen. Praise God. So the man of God, number two, real quick, like what? And the man of God asked him when he crossed over Jordan, what shall I do for you? What shall I do for you? Amen. I believe if you'd listen real closely tonight, you'd hear the spirit, the small, still voice of God saying to the church right now, to this church right here, to that church over there across the road, that church down the road. I believe he would say this, uh, or he's saying this tonight. Amen. I believe he's saying it tonight. What shall or what can I do for you tonight? Amen. Hallelujah. You know, you know your needs tonight. You know what you need from God tonight, amen. But let's don't walk out of here tonight. Uh, we got a lot, lot coming up, a lot going on the holidays, uh, but let's don't underestimate our God. Let's get what we need from God, uh, amen. We may not even make it there, church. Uh, so let's get what we need from God tonight because uh, he's asking uh, the man of God, ask the man of God, what do you want from me? I see how persistent you've been. I see how you've been a coming. You've been a following me. I see how nobody could get you to uh, to stop following me. I see how your mind was made up to get what you wanted from me. Hey man. Uh, oh my my. And brothers and sisters tonight you can have what you need from God this very night. Hallelujah. He's asking you. Praise God. Man, old, old Elijah done got to the point. He done got to the point number three. He told old Elijah, he said, I pray thee let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. Other words, let a double portion of the spirit of God that's upon you be upon me. Hallelujah. Church, I believe tonight we need to ask for a double portion of the spirit of God in these last days. Amen. I'm coming to pray tomorrow night. I hope you come in to pray tomorrow. I hope you can make it. Don't get me wrong now. Your jobs and all this <laughs> could hinder you in all this. But uh, we're going to talk about that. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Praise God. But then, hey man, but a, a double point. And he got it. Number four, he got it. Hey man. And when he got it, brother, hey man, to prove that he got it, hey man, what did he do? To prove that he had it, what did God do? Hey man. To prove to Elijah, you got it. He let him go back to Jordan and do the last miracle that Elijah done. That was his first miracle, parting the sea and walking over on dry ground. And that was proved, uh, proof unto him that he had a double portion of the Spirit of God. Amen. Church, number five, real quick, like I'm going to get over here in just a minute. With the power of God resting up on Elijah, he would see miracles. He would see the miracle working power of God being performed through him. Amen. Hallelujah. When's the last time you heard of a miracle, a scene of a miracle? A supernatural miracle. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I think we heard of one today, don't you? Amen. Sister Lisa got a good report. Amen. All clear. And you got to go back to December, I believe it is. Tell me that ain't God. Tell me that ain't the supernatural power working of God. Amen. Somebody prayed. Somebody sought God. Somebody spoke a miracle. Amen. And it come to pass. And I'm speaking a miracle for my granddaughter. Amen. And it's going to come to pass. Will you speak it with me? Amen. Amen. <coughs> Amen. 
Let me ask you a question real quick. Do we see the miracle working power of God in our lives and in the church today? Or do we see other things? Or tell me what do you see? Amen. If you see anything. Amen. A born again child of God, amen, should be looking through the spirit and seeing the mighty power of God in action. Amen. To the world is foolishness. They don't believe in supernatural healing. Amen. Hallelujah. I didn't believe in it until I got saved and began to uh, uh, search it, and now I'm a firm believer in it. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay, let's, uh, okay, there's the man of God. This is the man of God. He's got a double portion of the Spirit of God. All right, let's look at 2 Kings chapter number 4, verse number, uh, amen, verse number 8. We'll start reading at verse number 8. Look at the miracles. They, this was about the fifth miracle. Look at the miracles this man of God did by having the double portion of the Spirit of God upon him. Church, listen today. Amen. Jesus said it wouldn't only be upon us, it would be in us. Amen. Since the cross, it's in us. All believers can have this, and you can have a double portion of it. If you give it to Elisha, he'll give it to you. Do you want it tonight? Amen. Amen. The Bible says in it, verse number 8, And it fell on a day that Elisha passed through Shudim, which is Shushim, amen, which is in Israel. There was a great woman, a notable woman, and she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as often as he passed by, he turned in there to eat bread. And she said unto her husband, Behold now, I perceive that this is a holy man of God which passed by us continually, which passed by this way regularly. I perceived. Uh, how did she know this? <laughs> Amen. Uh, he was a great man of God. How did she know that? Amen. Praise God. It was through that Holy Spirit, that double portion of the Spirit of God that Elisha had. Praise God. Did you know this was a wealthy woman? Amen. But she did not allow. She did not allow her riches. Amen. To lift her up in pride as it does so many today, but rather allowed it to draw her closer to God. Amen. So sound to me like, brother, that these two spirits commune together. Amen. And I perceive no doubt in my mind, I can just see the little woman saying, this is a man of God. No, this is a holy man of God, right? I mean, oh, God's got holy people, right? We are a holy people. We are a royal priesthood. We are a, uh, hey man, uh, a people that belong to God. And I guarantee you, the world knows it tonight. The world knows who we are tonight. Amen. But Elisha would pass by continually. And, uh, and look at number 10. And she said to her husband, let us make a little chamber, a little room, I pray thee, on the wall, and let us set for him there a bed, a table, a stool, a candlestick, and it shall be when he cometh to us, he shall turn in, he shall turn in there. Praise God. Oh, let us make a little room. Amen. Church, I believe that when the man of God came and he saw that little room, 
that uh, she had a, her and her husband had built for him. I believe he uh, looked at it, looked on the inside, saw the furniture on the inside, saw everything, and I believe with all my heart he did more than just eat in that room. I believe he did more than just lay down in that room. I believe he made that room his prayer room. Amen. I believe he prayed, uh, amen, in that room. I believe, uh, oh, church, uh, it was a place for Elisha to pray. It was a place for him to meditate uh, upon God. Uh, it was a place, I believe, with all my heart, uh, amen, a place to pray and seek Almighty God uh, for his power to stay increased, for guidance, uh, for strength, uh, for physically and spiritually, or just to have a little talk with the God. Amen. To have fellowship with him and to hear the voice of God. Amen. Oh, church. Amen. I believe that tonight. I believe this was more than just a little room. This little Christian lady and her husband built. I believe it was a special room and it was built for the man of God. And I believe the man of God used it for his prayer room, church. How many got a prayer room tonight? Praise God. Hallelujah. Talk about our prayer meeting tomorrow uh, night, starting tomorrow night. Amen. Uh, come on to the house of God if you can. Uh, he said, my house shall be called a house of prayer, right? If you can come to the house of God, make this your prayer room on a Thursday night, amen, and cry out to God. Church, uh, amen, I don't know about you, but I need more of the power of God. Uh, and what makes it so bad, I know that, uh, amen, that you need more of the power of God. Uh, and power comes through prayer, amen. Prayer can't give you the power, but the one that you're praying to is the one that can give you that power that you need. And I assure you one thing, ain't a saint of God in the United States of America that don't need a double portion of the Spirit of God in these last days that we're living in. Look at our country. Look at our world. Look what's happening, church. Amen. If we're going to stand, if we're going to make it, church, we're going to have to have more more of the power of God than what we've got. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I see it. I believe you see it. And I believe I want more. And I believe you want more. Amen. But I guarantee you one thing. Oh, church, if we'll get out of the business with God, pray and seek the face of God, we will be winners tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Make you a place at home and begin to pray. As the brother said, Brother Tony said the other night, amen, let's pray. Let's get a hope to God. Hallelujah. Church, amen. God's people through prayer to the one that can work wonders. Amen. Oh, church, things can be fixed, right? Hallelujah. Somebody prayed for you. There ain't no telling how many times the devil would come and try to persuade them. Now, you need to stop this. Amen. You need to stop this. The more you pray, the worse he's getting, or the worse she's getting. You don't need to waste your time. Amen. And no doubt, no doubt. Now, this is, this, this is my commentary. No doubt, they probably let him go ahead and make his speech or say what he wanted to say. And then when they got through, when he got through, amen, 
They just stood up to him and said, look at him, devil. Look at him. This is what I'm going to do. Amen. This is what I'm going to tell you, and this is what I'm going to do to you. Amen. Uh, I'm going to put you to flight right now. I don't want to listen to what you got to say. I don't want to, uh, amen to God, I don't want you coming and filling my, my ears with all this uh, uh, garbage and all this stuff. My son's going to be healed. My son, uh, my daughter's going to be healed. Uh, my husband's going to be saved. Uh, amen. My wife's going to be saved. Uh, uh, praise God, my community's going to be saved. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Church, they knew. There's one thing. They acknowledged. Amen. That we ain't acknowledging church today. They knew the devil was nothing to play with. And he still ain't nothing to play with. Amen. The modern church is playing with him, though. They're giving in to him. That's the reason Jeremiah said, Israel, Israel, you better get back in the old past. You better seek out them old past and get back where you need to be at with God. Or you ain't going to make it. Or you ain't going to be delivered. Oh, church, amen. How many believe that? We can't play around with him. You play with fire, you're going to get burnt sooner or later, ain't you? Amen. Amen. God's looking for a people. Praise God has been in their prayer room. God's looking for a people that bend their knees and pray and seek him. God's looking for a people that's saying, I want a double portion of thy spirit, Lord. I want to make it in these last days. God's looking for a people that'll put on the whole armor of God and stand against the wiles of the devil. Hallelujah. Praise the Lamb of God. There was something about that room. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. There was two things I believe went on in that room. Amen. There was some physical things taking place in that room and there were some spiritual things taking place in that room. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I believe he rested, true enough. I believe he laid there. The Bible says it fell on the day that he came there and he turned into the chamber, into the room and laid there. He rested. He did rest there. Hallelujah. But I believe, Brother Kevin, that's where he got refueled too. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something, church. Amen. Hallelujah. These old prophets and apostles and all, they fought a whole lot greater battles than what you and I are fighting today. Hallelujah. whole lot. With that, uh, Paul said we were made spectacles. Seemed like we're last and y'all first what Paul said. Hallelujah. We went through all this and they went through all this so you and I could have this opportunity to have salvation. Praise God. Amen. If you remember, amen, the upper room, what happened in that little room? It got, it, the Holy Ghost come down such in a mighty way, it couldn't contain them. Amen. Did you know where they ended up before it was over with? They ended up in the temple. Ended up in the temple of praising him 120-something. But it was in that upper room, in that room, amen, that the Holy Ghost come down. Amen. Have you ever seen that movie, The War Room? Amen. Praise God. That little woman had that little room right there, right? In that room, I'm going to tell you, was full of the anointing and power of God. 
Why was it like that on that movie? Due to the fact, church, she was a praying woman. She prayed. She sought God. Hey, man, what were they doing in the upper room, Brother Kevin? They were praying and seeking God. What did the man of God, I believe, right here? This little woman had respect for that room. Her husband had respect. Nobody went in that room. Hey, man, why? Because it was the man of God's room. Amen. And it was filled with the anointing and the power of the Holy Ghost, brother. Amen. Is your house tonight filled with the Holy Ghost tonight? Is it full of the anointing of God tonight? Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at verse 12. And he said unto Gehazi, his servant, called the little Shudamite. And when he had called her, she stood before him. And he said, and he said unto him, Say now unto her, Behold, thou hast been careful. Thou has been concerned for us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? Wouldest thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? She answered, I dwell among my own people. Amen. What, and he said, what then is to be done for her? Gehazi answered, verily she has no child and her husband is old. And he said, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. She stood in the door of the little room right there. Now, you don't find where his, his uh, servant went into that room. Amen. Amen. She went to the door of the room at this time and stood there. And what did the man of God tell her? And he said, about this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son and and she said, Nay, my Lord, thy man of God, do not lie unto thy handmaiden. Uh, praise the Lamb of God. Do not lie to me. Praise God. Amen. She thought within herself. Amen. After she had been promised a son, she thought within herself. Amen. She was being deceived. Church, can I say tonight, God has never deceived anyone. What God says will come to pass. Amen. He said he'd save me, and he did. It come to pass. He said he'd save you, and he did. It come to pass. Amen. We have seen things that God has done. Praise God. Amen. Through prophecy and through the word of God, this prophecy here and people have spoken, it, brother. We've seen it come to pass, ain't we? Church, if God said it, I believe it, and it's going to come to pass. Amen. Amen. And what happened? Look at verse 8, 17. I want to cover this. Amen. The woman conceived and bare the son at that season that Elijah, Elisha had said unto her according to the time of life. Amen. What just took place? Amen. A miracle. A miracle just took place. Who spoke that miracle? The man of God. What did that man of God have? He had a double portion of the Spirit of God upon him. Amen. Let me ask you a question tonight, church. Are we hungry to see miracles performed? Are we hungering? Amen. Hallelujah. There's one more thing I'd like to add to this prayer meeting. Is this. Amen. We're getting away from this, church. We better get back to it. 
We better get back to that lost man, that lost woman, that lost teenager, that lost child in our land today. We better, that's what it's all about is seeing a soul saved. And every time we see a soul saved, that's one of the greatest miracles there is and will ever be. Amen. The Bible, I believe, says when a soul is saved, there's joy in the presence of God. Amen. Over one sinner that repented. The Bible, I believe, said there's joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repented. Amen. Uh, oh, church, I, I want to pray. I want you to pray. Hey, God, uh, the Bible says if we'll do our part, and uh, our part is to pray. Amen. He told his disciples, uh, he said, look over at the harvest. Look how white they are. Look, they're ready to harvest. Amen. And if you will pray, if you will just pray, pray and seek my face. He said, I'll send forth labors into my harvest. I mean, believe God. I mean, no, God can do that. He can do it. Somebody prayed for me and he sent me in. Somebody prayed for you and he sent you in. You ain't here just... Just because you want to be here at Raven New Testament Church, God sent you to Raven New Testament Church. Brother Bubba didn't come get you. God sent you. Amen. Now, I prayed that you would come. I didn't know your name. Amen. But God knew it, and he sent you. And I thank God that he did send you. Amen. We got a good church. We got people here that love God. We got people here that wants to see miracles perform. We got people here that wants to see a great move of God. Amen. We got people that wants to be used by God here. And they have that opportunity to be used by God here. Amen. Praise the Lamb of God. Amen. Look at it real quick like, amen. She's got, she's, got, she's got the child. Man of God spoke it. It come to pass. There was a miracle. Amen. And then when the child was grown, it fell on a, a day that he went out to his father, to, to the reapers. And he said unto his father, my head, my head. And he said to the lad, carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knee till noon, and then he died. Oh, my, my. Here was a miracle. Here was a, it come to, she, she had this, this child, Brother Kevin. Amen. Hallelujah. Now he was dead. Amen. Look at verse 21. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door up on him and went out herself. Amen. What did she do? She didn't take that baby sister Renee to her bedroom. She didn't take it to the guest bedroom. She didn't take it to the living room. Amen. And lay him on the couch or lay him on the floor in the living room. She didn't try to uh, uh, give CPR to him or nothing like that. She took that little that fellow up, uh, uh, no doubt picked him up and took him to, uh, uh, praise God, to the man of God's room. She took him to the room, brother. Amen. Hallelujah. And what did she do? She didn't hang around. She laid him up on the man of God's bed, turned around, walked out, and shut the door. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's look, look at it. Amen. And she called to her husband and said, Send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the asses that I may run to the man of God and come again. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Now her son had died and no doubt had a sunstroke out there in the field. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Praise God. But think about it. Get, every, get things ready. I want to go myself. She said, I'm not sending uh, nobody. I want to go myself. Get me a chair. Get me some asses. Get me everything. I want to run to the man of God. Amen. She reasoned within herself and said, uh, no doubt if the Lord through Elisha could give her the child, the Lord through Elisha could raise her child back to life. Hallelujah. Pray him shouting grounds there. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's look and see what she did. What happened? And he said, where wilt thou go to him, this, him today? It's neither new moon or seventh. And she said, it shall be well. What just kicked in, church? Faith, brother. Faith just kicked in. Amen. Praise the Lamb of God. It shall be well. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She, uh, <coughs> she did not uh, uh, told, uh, apparently she hadn't told her husband that he had died. Amen. Because he was still out there in the field. Uh, but uh, uh, praise God by the wife not telling him showed one thing, church, that she believed uh, the child would be raised from the dead. Amen. In other words, she believed uh, with all her heart. Amen. She didn't know how her husband was going to react. Amen. He might have said, well, let's call the corner. Let's get everything prepared. Let's wash him. Get everything. We'll have some viewing and all that. I don't know. Amen. But she held it to herself, brother, because faith had kicked in. And she knew beyond any shadow of a doubt, uh, amen, that God could raise her son back up and give him life. Amen. Amen. Look at verse 24. Then she saddled an ass and said to the servant, Drive, go forward, slack not thy riding for me, except I bid thee. So she went and came to the man of God to Mount Carmel. And it came to pass when the man of God saw her afar off that he said to Gehazi, his servant, Behold, yonder is the Shudamite. He saw her from a distance. Uh, amen. And he recognized her as being that little Shudamite woman. Run now, I pray thee, to meet her and say unto her, Is it well with thee? Is it uh, well with thy husband? Is it well with thy child, with the child? And she answered, It is well. Knowing, hey man, sister, that she's got a child, knowing she's got a son is back down in the room of the man of God that ain't got no life in him. But she spoke. It's well. Amen. It is well. Now, that's faith, ain't it? Amen. Amen. That ought to be an example to you and I, right? This is, this is what the book was written for, an example for you and I. Amen. This is no parable. Amen. This, there was a little Shudamite woman, and we're going to see her one day in heaven because she was a Christian Shudamite woman. Amen. Hallelujah. But think about that. Read that some more. Amen. It is well. And when she came to the man of God, look at verse 27, to the hill, she caught him by the feet. She caught the man of God by the feet. But Gehazi came near to thirst her away. And the man of God said, let her alone. 
for her soul is vexed. Her soul is in deep distress within her. And the Lord had hid it from me and has not told me. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you look up, that, look up some study on that right there, oh, Gehazi was a type of religion. Amen. Praise God. A type of religion. What, what do they do? They just push you out, don't they? Well, if you look at it, uh, oh, Elisha was a type of, a, of grace. Amen. It says, let her alone. Let her alone. Let her alone. Amen. Grace does that, don't it? Amen. Let her alone. She has a great need. Hallelujah. Praise the Lamb of God. Amen. He suspected something was wrong, but she said, all is well. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But let's, in finishing up here, we'll finish up in just a second. <clears throat> Amen. Then she said, did I, did, then she said, did I deserve a son of my Lord? Did I not say, do not deceive me? Then he said to Gehazi, gird up thy lambs and take a staff in thy hand and go thy way. If thou meet any man, salute him, greet him not. Uh, and if any man salute thee, answer him not again. And lay my staff upon the face of the child. Amen. He told his servant to go. Look what mama did. And the mother of the child said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth. You remember that? Remember Elisha told the sons of the prophet? What, what, what did he tell them? As the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, I'm not going to leave him. Amen. She said the same thing. As the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And he arose and followed her, followed the little woman. And Gehazi passed on before him, for them and laid the staff upon the face of the child. But there was neither voice nor hearing. Wherefore he went, wherefore he went again to meet Elisha, and told him, saying, the child is not wake. He's still dead. He is still dead. Hallelujah. Praise God. That mama held on. Amen. She wouldn't give in to death. Amen. She said, no doubt within herself, it's not written here, my son shall rise again. Amen. He shall rise again. Praise God. So there come uh, his servant. Amen. He said, I've done what you told me to do. I put it on his, amen. I put it on his face and he's still dead. Hallelujah. But that mama knew this. Amen. There is no dead staff in this world that you could lay upon anybody and make them alive again. But she knew. She knew when she grabbed hold to the man of God's feet and refused to leave him. She knew that man of God, uh, amen, had it inside of him, had uh, the Spirit of God, a double portion of, uh, uh, of the Spirit of God inside of him that could give her son life again. And she wasn't about, uh, she wasn't about to let him go. I need you to go with me. I need you to go, uh, amen. No doubt uh, somewhere along the line she might have told him, uh, amen, he might ask her, where's your son at? Oh, he's up in your room where he's at, amen, waiting on you to get there, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, hey, man, that staff didn't have in what Elisha had in him to raise this young. Uh, uh, and, that, and that servant of his didn't have it neither. Hallelujah. Look at verse 32. Got a few more verses. And when Elisha was coming to the house, behold, the child was dead. He was dead. Hey, man. Hey, man. And laid up on his bed, up on Elisha's bed. Listen to what he did in verse 33. He went 
in therefore and shut the door upon them too and prayed unto the Lord. Tell me that ain't wasn't a prayer room. <laughs> and prayed. He prayed unto the Lord. Amen. Nobody in the room. Nobody in the room there. Amen. But God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, and Elisha and a dead young man. Amen. Praise God. But Elisha prayed unto God. He prayed unto the one that could uh, raise him back up, brother. Amen. How I many know, oh, church, uh, we, uh, we, we get to pray and we get to seeking God. We get to, uh, amen, God can save all our families. God can fix what's wrong in this country. Amen. But church, uh, I believe God is saying you have the resources. Uh, you have what you, uh, uh, what you need to fix it with. Uh, amen. And the number one thing is pray. Seek my face. Hallelujah. And I'll intervene for you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe when he went into the house, he shut the door upon them. He didn't want no disturbance. Amen. I don't, nobody. Amen. I'm fixing to touch heaven. I'm fixing to see another supernatural miracle work through me. I believe that's the attitude that this man, oh, Elisha, Hallelujah. Church, this man was so full of the power of God that they thought a man, even his bones were full of the anointing. Even his bones were full of the Holy Ghost. They throwed a man into his grave, and that man, a dead man, he revived. He come up out of there. He came back to life. That's how much power this man had. Hallelujah. <laughs> but it's a price to pay to have it, right? <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, look at, listen what he did. Three more verses, I think. Listen what he did. And he went up and laid up on that child. He put his mouth to that child's mouth, his eyes upon his eyes, and his hands upon his uh, hands. And he stretched himself upon the child, and the flesh of the child waxed warm. Hallelujah. Let me ask you a question that church. God speaks to you to do something like that. Would you do it? And you know beyond any shadow of doubt that it was God. There are people doing it. There's people born again, saints of God, that's obeying God right now in some part of this country. He just told them to do. The Bible says he chooses the foolish things of the world to confuse the wise. Amen. Amen. Would you do it? Amen. Hallelujah. See, your daughter, to see somebody else's daughter, see somebody else's son. Amen. And God wants to raise, and God wants to work through you to raise that individual up. Amen. God wanted to work. God worked through Elisha to raise. God could have raised him up. Amen. God, uh, amen. God kept him from dying. Amen. God could have stopped the sun. Amen. God could have kept him, put, put him a shade tree out there where you didn't have to have no sunstroke. Amen. But no God, amen, wanted to work a miracle through Elisha. Amen. And show this little woman, amen, that God can raise the dead. Praise the Lamb of God. Think about it tonight. He may tell you tonight. Praise God. He may tell you tonight. Uh, 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 stretch yourself. Your, your husband or your wife or your children. He may do. He said, I want you to do as Elisha did. Stretch yourself upon him. Mouth to mouth. Eye to eye. Amen. The Bible says when he did that, the flesh of that child began to wax warm. Then he returned. Returned that. Flesh is waxing warm. 
warm, flesh had waxed warm. Then he returned and walked in the house to and fro in that little room. Amen. To and fro in the house. Amen. And went up and stretched himself up on him, and the child sneezed seven times. And the child opened his eyes. Amen. He called his servant and said, Go call this little Shudamite. So he called her, and when she was come in unto him, he said, Take up thy son. Then she went in, fell at his feet, bowed herself to the ground, and took up her son and went out. <laughs> That's powerful, ain't it? But church, amen. Hallelujah. You and I, praise God, can, can, uh, uh, can do that tonight. Amen. The impossible. I believe Jesus said, uh, 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 nothing shall be impossible with you. My God still is a miracle-working God. My God still wants to use His church. My God still wants to use those that will let Him or be willing to pay the price. And I believe Elisha paid the price. Hey, Amen. I believe he went in that little room. Hey, Amen. If I'm wrong, I'll meet him in heaven. Me and him are corrected. Hey, Amen. But I believe with all my heart that room was made more than just for a place to lay down and to eat. I believe it was... Amen. To Elisha was a prayer room. Amen. A place he called out upon God. A place he meditated upon God. A place. Amen. Because Shushan was in there, Israel right there. And there was a lot of stuff going on in Israel at the time. And a lot of people reaching out to the man of God. Reaching out to them. Uh, amen. Needing miracles and all this. Uh, praise God. So he had to take some time out for himself. Even Jesus took time out for himself, didn't he? When he went up into the mountain. He went, he, he went up there made him an altar, and he prayed to the Father. Amen. Oh, church, come on. I encourage you. I encourage you. If you can't come to prayer meeting tomorrow night, pray at home. Pray at home. Seek God. Just uh, 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 have Thursday night. And, well, let's don't want to pray on Thursday night. Let's pray every night. But, have, but pray and seek God on this night that we have set aside. Amen. Praise God. You want to do it? Amen. I got a feeling. Amen. It uh, forced things over. We're, amen. We're going to... Have to call up on God like we've never called up on Him before. When I call up on Him, brother, I want Him to be there. How about you? If I've been praying and living the life that I should be living according to these 31,000-something verses, hey, man, I ain't got a bit of problem. I'll hear from Him. I'll see things done in my life. You'll see things done in your life. I encourage you. I encourage you. God has done so much for all of us, ain't He? We don't have no reason to doubt him. We don't have no reason to throw in the towel right now. Things are getting bad. Things are getting worse. I got a feeling church is going to get worse before it gets any better. Amen. But I got a feeling too also. Amen. Uh, what John said, uh, we shall overcome because greater is he that's within us than he that is in the world. You believe that? Amen. And I believe uh, for this thing's over with, a lot of folks going to be looking at us. Come, come, come. Pray for my son. Pray for my daughter. Pray. They need healing. They need healing. Uh, amen. Church, and we're going to go and we're going to lay our hands on them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, amen. And they're going to be healed, church. But it all comes through prayer and fasting, don't it? Amen. Appreciate you tonight. Thank God for you coming out to the house of God tonight. Would you stand at this time? Do you need something from God? you need special prayer or anything? Amen. I hope I've said a few words to help you. Amen. Uh, if I didn't, uh, go back and search it out and uh, just read the, read the Old Testament. I don't know about you, but the Old Testament, uh, it, it just seems like when I read it, study increases my faith. 
to see what these boys right here done and know as Brother Tony read, hey man, praise God, they were men to lack passion as you and I are. They were women in the Bible to lack passion as you are, and they did miracles. Amen. As well, all of them did it. Praise God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank and praise you, God. It's opportunity, God, you've given us to come to the house of God. Hope I've said something, God, to help the people tonight. Hope I've said something, God, that will not discourage the people, but encourage the people, God, that we need to pray. We need to seek your face. We need to touch heaven like we've never touched it before, Lord. God, I want to see some souls saved. Ain't that what it's all about, Lord? I want to see that lost man, that lost woman, that lost teenager, that lost child, that backslider, lukewarm Christian, shouting the victory here at Raven New Testament Church, God. God, I want to see, a, hey, man, a mighty move of the Holy Ghost, a greater move than what we're seeing in our services, God. And it all comes through prayer, God. We must pray. We must seek your face, God. Today is the day, Lord. Today is the day. Uh, hey, man, the night is, uh, is gone. The day is far spent, Lord. Uh, hey, man, and we must, we must uh, get a hold to God. We must praise God. Pray like we've never prayed before, Lord. Thank you, God, tonight, God. Thank you for what we feel in this service. Thank you for being with us in this service. Give you praise and glory and honor for this service tonight. In the wonderful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Everybody's satisfied. Don't nobody need anything at this time. Praise God. Praise God. But like I said, we'll be back Sunday. Then we'll be closing for that uh, a Wednesday uh, a night. But uh, amen. But I want us to start out, church. Amen. 2021. The Lord, it wouldn't bother me, though, if the Lord come on and get us. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to go home. I, I still believe it. I still believe it, church, and I'm going to believe it to the end. We're going to fix and start praying this way. Come, Lord Jesus, and come quickly. And, brother, when the church starts praying like that, amen. God, it's going to go from, it's going to go from the Son right on to the Father. And the Father is going to say this, Son, go bring my children home. I'm longing for that. How about you? Love you all. Appreciate you. Brother Kevin, would you come? What a powerful message you, Jesus. tonight again. Uh, you know, the Bible is just full of all of these miracles. You know, and we have heard time and time again that even greater things, I mean, it's promised of us that even greater things than these we're capable of. We're capable of doing these things. But, you know, we have to get every bit of that unbelief out of our lives. We have to make that make sure that there's nothing in their li- in our lives that'll hinder us from doing those things, and we'll see those miracles. We'll see those miracles. What we're going to do tomorrow night, the pr- the prayer meeting tomorrow night, that's a step. That's a step right there. Each each and every day you should have a prayer meeting with God. Each and every day you should have time to speak to God. It's it's in those times whenever you, you know you you get you get you get one on one with God, and He. He's one-on-one with you, and he, and that's how you get his power upon your life. That's how you get his full power upon your life. Wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be absolute, uh, absolute uh, blessing for you to be able to do what, this, what Elisha did for that little child? We can do it. We can do it. I uh, want to say I love you tonight. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for, uh, for your prayers. Continue to pray one for another. We love you tonight. Be careful and... Thank you for joining us. Please feel free to share comments, prayer requests, or praise reports. Check back soon for additional episodes.